On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. This is High Tide, five minutes after six in New South Wales. If you're heading out today, south easterly, 10 to 15 knots should be the winds turning. Easterly in the afternoon, seas below 0.5 of a metre, 95% chance of rain. It's going to be cloudy, 25 degrees in New South Wales, just hitting 30 in Queensland and beyond. Not cloudy with a chance of meatballs. No, no meatballs. No meatballs? Okay. Why not? Well, I like meatballs. Oh, so do I. <laughs> Who's got spaghetti? Hey, you should get a gold star too, by the way. You got that right out of the news. <laughs> <laughs> no deliberate mistake. No deliberate be an, mistake. There will be another deliberate mistake this hour, though. Oh, okay. Keep your ears out for it. Just okay. wait for Kieran. The um, race tips for the day, before we go to Bobby Baldwin. Sydney race seven, number three, uh, Pavit- Pavitra. Melbourne race six, number eight, what you need. And race seven, number one, Cascadian. Is that right? Sounds good. Sounds good? Yep. Uh, the Pavitra. Pavitra? Uh, it's about $3. Older. They're all about $3, $3.20. Good. Good value. Good value. Yeah. Okay. Now, good value. Let's go to a man from... Ex-tourism chief. Yeah, after Australian Fishing Trade Association, the Honourable Bob Baldwin. Good morning, girls. How are we? Mate, it's so dark in the morning. I can't wait for daylight saving. Well, oh, hang on. Who was the one who put in daylight saving for six months? I like it when it's in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> not, not now. Not now. <laughs> anyway, um, it's going to be an interesting day in New South Wales today. A very interesting day. Yeah. And um, we, as after, have written to all the major political parties, asked them for their point of view. We put forward... Um, some eight points of contest um, that we were looking for uh, to grow the industry. And, um, yeah, first up in that was, of course, we want to see more women and, uh, and disabled people engaged in fishing. We have one in 20 or about 1.3 million people over the age of 18 under 65 fishing in New South Wales. And that puts $3.9 billion into the New South Wales economy. Yeah, that, 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 that's a good sum of money. And... Um, what was disappointing, all of the parties, sorry, the two major parties waited until after voting had commenced last week before they released their policies. Now, I give it due credit to One Nation and, and Shooters, Arms and Fishers. They had theirs out. Um, you can't expect people to vote for you if they don't know what's, what's on the table. So they've done that. We've put an analysis on our after website, um, varying degrees of support for policy issues. Um, but at the end of the day... At the moment, recreational fishing, there is not a great deal of angst out there in New South Wales. There are a couple of micro-issues, but there's no major issue as there was in the you know, the big lockouts and all those sort of things. Um, good to see some new money. Um, the Coalition has put up $25 million of new money, and important to know that's not coming out of the fishing trust. It's coming out of consolidated... Uh, uh, Dougal Saunders on. was on the other Sunday talking about it on yeah. the program. So, so that, that's good to see infrastructure upgraded. No other party has talked about uh, spending. Um, one thing that's uh, impressive, uh, um, Labor has talked about uh, adopting programs of women in recreational fishing and greater support for uh, disabled community. Uh, both the Coalition and Labor have not mentioned the, the um, marine parks, such as the one up here at Port Stephens, which is way overdue for, for um, yeah, getting on with it and making an announcement what's going to happen with it. Uh, so Bob, a hey, Bob, for years now, for the, the last two or three, um, 
ministers in charge of fisheries have all indicated that, you know, they're going to open up the marine centres, the marine parks, right? But it's never happened. Well, they get hamstrung by the environmental ministers who are the ones that actually sign off on it. I mean, let's also not forget that there were a couple of idiots in the Sydney Harbour who are members of the Brown Sydney Harbour who wanted to shut recreational fishing down in Sydney Harbour and maybe they got stamped on fairly quick. But well, they moved over right. to the animal activists. Animal Justice League, yeah. No, yeah. no I'm, talking, I'm talking about members of the coalition. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, the Animal Activist League, at least you know where they're coming from. <laughs> it wasn't the sort of stuff that we'd expected out of... Uh, coalition members and some of those were ably supported by Labor members so geez we get what we vote for these days um, look we, we don't have a lot of complaints there's more we'd like to see uh, done uh, the um, two non actually all by the Liberal Party have talked about uh, audits and examinations of the Recreational Fishing Trust and, and maybe it needs that our biggest bone of contention with the Recreational Fishing Trust is they're using fishing licence money to pay for compliance officers. That should be coming out of consolidated revenue. But that right? happened right from the word go. Shoemaker introduced that. Yep, I know. He agreed, I know. He agreed with that with the um, Minister for Fisheries way back in those days. Yep. And uh, and, and I think it's a, we employ about or pay for about eight as, as you said before, Kieran, if we're paying for the fisheries officers out of the fund, the money should come back to the fund. Yes. Compliance. Yep. Well, that, that's that's a fair point too, but you can't just find yeah. that a raise going to consolidated revenues. That's why we say that they should be funded out of consolidated revenue. Yes. And that money we spend on their wages should be spent on better access engagement programs for fishing. I mean, we, we, we've been very thankful at AFTA that we've had five phases now of the New South Wales Let's go fishing program, which is where we work with the Marine Teachers Association. The state government provides uh, you know, considerable money each year, and we provide fishing equipment to those uh, schools so they can get out and teach kids as part of the curriculum how to fish. And the other one that they've supported is the Let's Fish New South Wales engagement program, which will be released very shortly. And that's a, a social media engagement platform to get more people interested, involved, and engaged in fishing. So. Whoever forms government after today, you've got four years, we'll work with you, want to build the industry, and we wish every candidate the best of success. Okay, thank you very much for your time this morning, Bob. No worries. Are you going for a fish I've today? I've got a tip for the races for you today. Yes. I'll go for it. Stay away from the ponies. <laughs> <laughs> are you fishing, okay, fishing. Are you fishing the trailer boat comp next week? Um, no, no, I'm actually heading up to um, Swains Reef. It's, I've been on my bucket list to go fishing oh, which, up at Swains which? Reef, so I'm heading up with the president of AFTA, Michael Starkey, and we're um, and his team, and we're going up uh, up there. Uh, I saw some um, pictures. There's a guy called Hammy, Sammy Hiskey. Who, yeah, Sammy uh, Hiskey, yep. Just yeah. uh, answer one question now. for me. How come you get all these creamy jobs? <laughs> hey. <laughs> It's, it's because it's coming out of my pocket money. <laughs> now, which boat are you going out on? Uh, big Cat Reality. Big Cat Reality, yes. Yeah, yeah. Spectacular. Good crew, yeah. good boat, good setup. You'll enjoy well, it. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and um, spend some time catching some decent fish and I'm, I'm going to get, get a refrigerated truck. You'll mostly put on... That's how, that's how confident I am. I'm going to rent a refrigerated <laughs> truck to bring back my You'll fish. put on two or three kilos in the week you're on there, but uh, want to report when you get back. It's real good. Food's good. Fishing's good. It's a bit of fun. I'm really looking forward. I'm looking forward to spending some time with some friends up there too. So it's going to be an interesting time. Hey, listen, 
good luck to everyone over Easter. I mean, the weather has... This year, the weather's been either brilliant or it's been appalling. The marlin have been everywhere or they've been nowhere. Um, it's one of those seasons. But by and large, it's probably been one of the best fishing seasons we've actually had. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is, which is great because, I mean, I've sat here and remembered the season where we've been washed out with rain, dirty water... Um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. people are catching fish. People are going fishing. That's great for people and great for our economy. Okay. Good run of Jewfish. Good run of Kingfish. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Bob. Okay. Right. Bob. Yeah, that's Bob. That's it's Bob. Just Bob. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, so have a All great right, week fishing up there. Thanks, buddy. Take see you, Bob. See Bob Baldwin from AFTA. We'll take a break. Did you see how upset Kieran got when he how come you get the cream? Didn't get an invite. Yeah. Now he's kicking up. You're no good for you. Go get up and downstairs to get into the accommodation. Okay. Sir, then oh, I've got no. South Sydney legend John Sadler, who has uh, passed away at aged 80. So much to talk about this great man, and to join us and do that is another great South Sydney legend from that era, great Bob McCarthy. Talking sport. One of the great images that I still remember so vividly is watching you pick him up and lift him on your shoulders. We all knew he had it. He broke his jaw. When we found later, it was broken in three places. It kind of pushed all back into place, because that night they picked the Australian side to go to England with the World yeah, Cup. Yeah, correct. He would, have, he would have been captain, and all the Junos all took off and thought, you know, he's broken. He's always back to join anyway. He said that that's later on when he was able to talk and that. What were you doing in the room? He said, I was trying to push it all back into place. So, you know. It was such a great team that you guys came through with, and I think we should play up just what you were saying, that he was an incredibly good leader. With Graham Hughes, Gavin Robertson, Peter Tunks, and Brett Padworth. Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian credit licence number 535100. Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport, that could make you a local legend. The skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. Choices Flooring understands that we all have different needs for our homes. So, what's your lifestyle? Whether you're a busy family or need healthier solutions, love natural fibres and textures, or just want the ultimate in luxury, you'll find the right choice for your lifestyle at our What's Your Lifestyle sale. So go online and view all of our What's Your Lifestyle sale catalogues, packed full of savings, inspiration and chances to win. Choices Flooring, the floor you've been searching for. You can escape the rat race to enjoy a leisurely break at Mudgee's Winning Post Motor Inn. As a special bonus, when you make a reservation at Winning Post Motor Inn, mention you heard about it here, and you'll receive a complimentary bottle of local Charnwood Estate wine to take home with you. To find out more or to make a reservation, you go to winningpostmotorin.com.au or you can call Mudgee's Winning Post Motor Inn for a booking on 63 72 33 
33. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 18 after 6 here on High Tide. Grant Boyden, Kieran Ricky, Alan Blake in the studio. And we've got Kieran's future next door neighbour online. He is my neighbour. Yes. Future, well, he is your neighbour, but he goes well, away whenever he where turns is he? up. He's sitting up a Sadat in We're trying to get him to Queensland. Well, he's a neighbour. Blake is a neighbour. You're a little bit far out, but still. <laughs> Morning, Swanee. Hey, you're totally 18, then. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? We're good. That's good, yeah. We've got beautiful weather up here at the moment. Have you? Yeah. It's going to be a great day, mate. We're going to be predicting east, nor-east, under 10 knots later on morning, so, you know, you're going to do it, get out early, and um, those with long pockets and, and big boats can be able to get out to the Marvin Banks and, uh, on the 50k mark, they've been getting some good uh, good snapper, um, plenty of other reef fish too, the odd pearl perch, and uh, yeah, it looks like it's been a great day for us, and the Spanish mackerel uh, closure is over, so... Um, I'm sure there'll be plenty of boats out there uh, having a crack at those. There's been some good um, wahoo caught during the week too. So um, a lot of spotty mackerel, a lot of dolphin fish around the around the markers and uh, and the fads. So really worth a crack. Um, been a few mark, uh, marlin caught during the week, including one uh, they estimated around about a hundred kilo. Made a couple of good jumps on a good run and then went deep. It's a big mistake, and the, the men in grey suits took their pound of flesh, and all they ended up with was the head. So, uh, yeah, there's a few sharks out there too, but they, um, they're getting into the bait balls. There's some big tiger sharks. I mentioned it last week, the bait ball up near Noosa there, but um, hundreds of surface fish around it, the uh, long-tailed tuna and spotties and mackerel, but these two were... Tiger sharks, they were monsters, absolute monsters. I thought you wouldn't like one of them. Well, that's on the my backside. Yeah, um, the beaches, yeah, there's been a few brim and whiting off the beaches if you can get past the dart. Uh, the river's been a little bit quiet, fellas. There's uh, a few grunter and a few brims starting to show up. Good old flathead, too, if you want them. Um, yeah, crab's good, Kevin. They might be all right. You might miss, you might have a crab if you're coming up next week. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're gonna, fear, I'll be on the road on on Monday, I would think, sometime okay, Monday, so uh, everybody be aware, old salt's travelling. That's good. Okay, well, we've got, uh, we welcome uh, on Wednesday, as we talked to yesterday, we've got uh, yep. a birthday party for the daughter-in-law and uh, yeah, seafood mosh-up, so yeah, you just bring the beer. Good luck. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. How's this with dreams, old fellas? I was talking to Amy yesterday. Young Jay, he's uh, uh, on a ten-day charter out of Bundy as a chef, as a fishing charter. Is, is he on a big cat reality? Hey, which boat's he on? I don't know. I didn't ask which boat. Lisa. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He'll be, he'll be going out after Easter. Hopefully next week. Uh, if the weather holds, I might get a crack at me uh, bucket list marlin too. So he's got his boat back, all fitted out and ready to go. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, That's good. Yeah, All right, and uh, Yvonne, I am run, uh, I did pick up a couple of winners. Yes, last well, night. Year, I got one. I got the eels. <laughs> okay. Next question. What did you take, Jerry? I can't remember now. I didn't that, take the yeah. eels. Oh, you took Penrith, didn't you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Next I, question. I should have won. Now I, I think the ref was uh, made some mistakes. I'll <laughs> go away. <laughs> I can't say too much. Brendan kept laughing at me because he took the eels as well. But I got two last night, so. Yeah, you got Broncos and you got the stall. Yes. He did tell yeah. us. Brendan did tell us while Kieran was away. It's always the ref's fault when they he was the That Kieran was the worst person that you could possibly watch football at home with. He did too. <laughs> Look, don't worry, Swanee. He's he's on his way up. As he said, Monday, you'll be able to spot him if you're out on the Princess Highway. You'll be the guy with the giant uh, road-going bike on the back of the the car and the uh, scooper tanks. With the police escort. With the police escort. (laughs) (laughs) Was that to make sure he doesn't come back? (laughs) To make sure. Sit back next to Avon and watch the Eels play St. George, mate. I'll tell you what, they play it. She's watching a different game to what I watch. You're only getting his side of the story. You want to be here. I'm always calm. Okay, thank you for that. We'll leave the domestics. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll leave you we'll leave you with the new theme theme song, mate. That's football, meat pies, kangaroos and Asian cars. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Thanks, Wani. Thanks, Yvonne. Bye. <laughs> Did you want to go to break or go to Greg oh, Reed? I just have to go back into delay after that one. Yes, yeah. we, we will go to a break at 25 after 6. If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option. And with all group franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All group franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgrouppranchises.com.au or call 0429 691 413. That's 0429 691 413. Next time you're at the shops, take a second to spare because there are people in our community who need a little extra care. Those who live week to week, pay by pay, miss out when the shelves are bare because it was their only shopping day. All we ask is you buy what you need. Don't buy into the fear as the vulnerable miss out across the country far and near. A message from foodbank.org.au, where every dollar donated is two meals created. You know, a flat tyre is no problem at all when you carry the amazing Easy Jack in the boot of your car. With Easy Jack, you can raise and lower the height of your vehicle at the push of a button. Easy Jack comes with its own rattle gun, so you can loosen and tighten those hard-to-budge wheel nuts. Easy Jack simply plugs into your car's 12-volt power source. So go to Easy Jack, that's E-Z-I-J-A-K dot com dot A-U, or phone Rebecca on 0427 Got a boat or a jet ski? How good is getting out on the open water? Throw in a line, tow a tube, or just soak up the sun. But what if something happened to your boat? Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. They're specialist boat insurers and have been around for more than 50 years. Flexible cover for your jet ski or boat, motor or trailer, and gear all in one policy. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au. T's and C's apply. Check the PDS to see if this product is right for you. Go to the Club Marine website for a PDS and TM. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more, Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. Brain tumour, migraine, dementia, concussion. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Motor neurone disease, stroke, epilepsy, Alzheimer's. There can be no cure without research. Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au. Or call 1300 2SM. Sydney's talking. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. 28 after 6 here on High Tide. Let's go to Greg Reed down in Joyvis Bay. No? Joy of a space, it's like the Three Stooges. That's right, Joy of a space, it's nice. Yeah, that's it, how are we? <laughs> We're good, did you get rid of that helicopter off the beach down there? Uh, yeah, I think so. I know, you can't go around there, so... Um, yeah, they'll get rid of it at some point. Yeah. 
They've got all the gear around there, all the toys. That's it. That's it. They can rescue with that. What's been happening yeah. down there? Um, what's been happening? Oh, it's just another day on the south coast, you know. Um, <laughs> surf fish dive, <laughs> uh, sail. Um, yeah, it's um, it's a good weekend this weekend. Like if you're, you're thinking about heading offshore from Marlin, like a little bit of morning sickness this morning. Um, we still got that leftover subtly from yesterday. Um, I was just looking at the at the bomb site there, Jervis Bay Airport at the moment, still south southwest at about ten to fourteen knots, but that, that's sort of going to abate out a bit and um, tend east and then go back around to the northeast. So, and reasonably light air. So, and there'll be a bit of long period south swell in the mix today. So that that current out the front is still running down. I'll, I'll tell you what's been happening. People have been catching cobia off the husky wharf during the week. Have that's they? what's been happening. Wow, only little ones. Yeah. Um, and I'll freely admit, I got smoked off the Husky Wharf by a good dude during the week as well. Um, I like these new moon tide changes. Um, Um, so yeah, a few fish about in the lower, in the lower reaches at the moment as well. Um, we, we have had, uh, the first lot of westerlies for the year. So that sort of, once we get a westerly in about March or April, that generally kicks off the mullet run. And then the, the days are getting shorter. The nights are just starting to be a bit cool. I, I haven't even thought about putting a heater on, but the nights are cooler. So um, the mullet are also schooling up down the lower reaches at the moment, and they're starting to run if they haven't run as well. So that puts a whole lot of life onto the beaches, brings a whole lot of stuff inshore. Um, water's still reasonably, reasonably sort of a bit sort of stained on the... Um, what have we got? The the western side of the bay, so the husky side, um, by all reports, still pretty clean. And uh, squid on the other side around the weed beds, but you can't go anywhere near a helicopter if it's still in the water. Um, but all in all, yeah, plenty of salmon on the beaches. Oh, no, no, I've got salmon curry for dinner again tonight. So um, Nice. You just got, yeah, no, it's pretty easy. Um, there's, there's there's a few places around here where you can literally drive your car up and then you can look down on the beach and wait for a school to swim up the beach. Um, sunset and sunrise and anywhere near those rocky headlands, probably the go for that. Um, the basin topwater bite's still going pretty nicely, although the, the flatties are really starting to come on the chew. Um, the big girls really, uh, the big flathead particularly, go into... Um, into a bit of a spawning drive this time of year. Once that water temp just backs off a couple of degrees as well, um, they, they feed up pretty hard just prior to winter. Although I know we're a fair way off winter yet, but that that sort of spring, uh, autumn bite sort of starts. It's well in earnest now, and um, um, they're they're feeding up prior to spawning as well. Top water bite, the basin's pretty good. Um, all in all, yeah, it's um, it's ticking along just nicely at the moment. In fact, you know, I probably say it every time of year. I've travelled Australia pretty extensively, but I wouldn't be anywhere else other than the south coast of New South Wales, anywhere in the country this time of year. That's well, I'm a bit, glad that's our fish is on the chew down there because Pasco's going to put a line in today and tomorrow. Yep, yeah, oh, he's down at Barril. Yes. Yep. Yep, easy. Just um, get one of the prawns and uh, one of the clone prawns and you put on a little five-gram jig head. Go and get yourself a little Shimano Raider, one of the Eggy Raiders, because they're about eight foot long and you can cast a bit longer with them. Uh, a little 2000 reel. You only need three or four pound braid, a bit of the old school power probe, 10 pound leader. Get a five gram jig head and put a clone prawn on that and just walk through the beautiful uh, water in the shallows and you just sort of cast across in front of you, particularly towards, a, uh, towards the channel if you can. 
and um, just turn the handle, put the rod tip up and turn the handle and wind the handle about three or four times and then stop. But it's an old technique called burn and kill. Because what it does, the, the prawn just takes off, it burns across, the, sort of burns across, like comes off the bottom, lifts up and um, burns across the flat and then stops. And then the fish go into the kill. Was it? Is that uh, an affordable outfit? Because he's still got his money in his frog pocket. Yeah, it's um. Well, you know, I, I reckon it is. So I reckon. How do you? Shimano were just. It was a master stroke with dumps tapping in with um, Ian Miller back in the day. So you got an Ian Miller um, style rod, and I think they're only they're they're they're. Oh, they're certainly under a couple of hundred bucks, and they they start anywhere from a hundred and nineteen dollars. And I've had a couple of my raiders now for for fifteen years, so I reckon they're, they're one of the best value rods on the whole market. Actually, it's false economy by buying a cheaper set of gear that you've got to throw away yeah. every couple of years. You buy the Shimano; it lasts much longer. Definitely a cheaper yeah, way to yeah. go. Yeah, for the value for what they are. Right. I mean, you could go and spend you know four five hundred dollars on a, on a Lumis. Um, and I'd, I'd, I'd recommend you aspire to that because at the high end, um, you get so much more sensitivity in the rod. But really, for value that you have in the back of your car that you can use anywhere. Um, well, I think somebody's it. giving him lessons because all of a sudden he doesn't want to be called the thong anymore. He reckons he, his fish are going to be as big as a snowboard. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, um, Brill's pretty much known for that. Um, there's a lot of big crocodile-sized flathead down in that lake, and um, thankfully most people are putting them back now. Thankfully, it's sort of legal that you've got to throw yeah, them back yeah. over 70 centimetres too, which okay. is a good thing. No worries. Thank but, you uh, for no, that. No, not a bad weekend for a light, reasonably light airs, and um, no excuse to not get out there. Okay. Thanks, Greg. Great. Have a great weekend. Okay. Don't forget the pro lures. Yeah, that's it. Pro lure Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a prawn. Bring in helicopters with those. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's true. If you buy the Shimano gear, a ten-year warranty on the on the Royals, yeah, yeah, uh, you don't have an issue. It's just an easy. The only problem you'll have if you try to put the rod in the car and you shut the door with it, or out. watch out for the ceiling fan. Yes, <laughs> they don't agree with ceiling fans. Yeah. Who, who wins, the rod or the ceiling fan? Ceiling fan, normally ceiling wins. Fan. Yeah, they are hardcore, aren't they? <laughs> hardcore. Just no, number of times you see people in offices jumping around and the ceiling fans are going and they get their hair caught in it and horrible things like that. Well, you've got to be careful, Lou. You can let, let fish with at times too. Brandon went fishing with his young fellow, young Ryan, right? Ryan catches fish and Brandon says, I'll, cat, I'll get it in and snaps the rod. Okay. Bags the kids' rod. Let's go to transport for New South Wales. Why not? RMS. Mark Cormack. Morning, Mark. Sorry, Carl. Carl. That's it. Yeah, it's Carl Cormack here. How are you? Who am I talking to? Kieran, Alan and Grant. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you this morning? Oh, very good. Thank you. That's a loose term, but we'll take it. Okay. (laughs) Now, offshore boating, crossing bars, safety-wise. Talk to us. Well, care and uh, I mean there's a few steps we need to go through here I guess the basic one is what's the weather going to be like so we want to know we're going to check the weather make sure the conditions are within our skill set and experience we're going to make sure the boat's in good working order and we're carrying all the required safety equipment including an appropriate life jacket for offshore crossing a bar or, or coastal work at least a level 100 or level 150 type jacket. And if you're crossing a bar, that jacket must be worn by every passenger on board. Um, 
good idea to tell someone where you're going, how many people on board, and when you're expected back. Um, it's, and, and, and an incoming tide, always is, it's always safe on an incoming tide. So you're looking at the weather, you're checking the, the tidal range, you're, you, you just, it's, it's a whole package. You just want to put it all together and, it, and you're heading for a safe trip offshore and, and a safe return. Now, Carl, one thing too. Now, you've got all this good safety gear on board. You put the EPIRB on there, got the flares on there, and you've got your radios. But you've got to know how to use all this stuff. You've got to read it and practice and know how it all works, not just wait till you get in an emergency and say, oh, hang on, I'll read this now. How do I operate this? That, that's great, great, um, great line, Kieran. You know, it, it's, it's good to prepare. Have a look at it on shore. Before you go in the backyard, go through your safety gear, check that it's in date. It's important to check the flares. They've got a use-by date. Check if you're using inflatable life jackets. They need to be serviced. You can do that yourself. Follow the instructions on the jacket. Um, you might jump on YouTube, type in how to service inflatable life jacket. You'll get the little video of a couple of minutes. If you're satisfied that that jacket complies with the manufacturer's instructions, just just self-declare by signing off the jacket, and it's good for another year. So, they need so, to be serviced every 12 months. And when you run out of spots to service them, it is time for a new life jacket. Uh, I'd say so, yeah. Back to the manufacturer, they might be able to give it a new lease of life or um, dispose of the jacket appropriately. And yeah, I think the word jacket. that's important there amongst that sentence is life. Yeah. Your life. Yeah. Uh, why do I want to repair something or run the risk of something that is deteriorating when for sixty, seventy dollars I can have a brand new one? Yep. Yep. Carl, the the thing is what I was pointing out before, with with an EPIRB, knowing how to activate the EPIRB, uh, with your flares, knowing how to use the flares properly so you're not gonna make a dangerous situation worse by operating them in the correct way or burning your hands or burning someone else. Absolutely. It's also important, just, just coming back to the EPIRB, that the, the operator or the owner of the vessel has the correct contact details yes. associated with the EPIRB. And you can, you can do that online if there's a change in phone numbers or persons associated with um, uh, your contact list. Or you can update it online. And AMSA, if you've got that in there, after two years, they'll send you a reminder to up if you want to update your details or if they're still correct. Yes, Okay, Carl. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Much appreciated. And it's uh, good safety information for the people. Let's hope everybody takes that on board. Yes. And don't forget to log on and to log off. There you go. Okay. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Okay, Carl. Thank you. It's it, transport for New South Wales. It's kind of funny, though. Like, you say, read you know, read and become familiar with the operation of an EPIRB. Mm. I, I, I just thought you wouldn't need to tell people that. <laughs> you know, like, what do you? Okay, we've got a problem. Like what? How do you operate? But just knowing how to activate it, what it does. If you've got to tie it off, you've got an EPIRB that's connected to the boat. It does it float? Doesn't it yeah. float? How does it get out of there? What goes on? Do your passengers know if you get incapacitated how to operate? It? How to operate? It? And Kieran's idea of the inflatables. The cylinders are worth nothing. Jump in a jump in a pool, as you say, set it off. Oh, hang on, they're about twenty or twenty five dollars. 
That's nothing. Oh, for some people it is. No, look. The, <clears throat> what's a, what's a new inflatable, manual inflatable? Uh, $70, 80, 80 bucks, yeah, $80, right? Or 120 When I ride my motorbike, I've got $450 armour-plated pants on and a $450 jacket on. Still doesn't help you. It's You're on a motorbike. But it's cheap insurance. I know. Again, it's you cheap speak insurance. to converted. There's no problem. So yeah, you. I just don't get it. Do not get it. We'll get this break out of the way, though. <laughs> Was that a good segue? Did you like that? Yeah, I like that. Okay. Hi, <laughs> tight. And nothing like this was established in other countries. In my humble opinion, we should have this voice on a higher run first. Brent Bultitude. I won't be voting for the voice. I won't be saying yes. But I think Aboriginal people have got more power than any other people in Australia now. This is what gets me. There's something not legitimate about all this. These are people that have needed help since I was a girl. And I'm 77. <laughs> Brent Bultitude. Following John Laws on 2SM. Imagine a beautiful, clear day out on the water. Now add wind, heavy rain, and a severe drop in temperature. Add a rising icy swell and the onset of darkness. Add storm clouds and lightning. The weather can rapidly change conditions. It's important that you plan ahead, keep checking the weather, and wear a life jacket every time you're out on the water. Wear a life jacket. Don't risk your life. A message from the New South Wales government. It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au. Hi, I'm Graham Hughes. If you need help managing arthritis, do as I did and try Arborvitae Joint Health. After I finished my football career, old injuries meant my life was full of aches and pains. That was until I discovered Arborvitae Joint Health. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms do persist, consult your healthcare professional. Go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone 1300-879-863. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento, awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia. Movement that inspires. For a game of golf you and your friends will love, take the chance to play Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club at Ludnam. With an immaculate 18-hole par 72 championship layout, Twin Creeks is an Augusta-like golf challenge you'll be raving about for years to come. To make a booking or for more information, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or call the friendly, helpful staff at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club on 9670-8888. 2SM has Sydney talking. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It's 15 minutes away from 7 here on High Tide. 
Okay, now our race tips for today yeah. from Carrots. Sydney race seven, number three, Pavitra. Melbourne race six, number eight, What You Need. And then race seven, number one, Cascadian. Oh, now, good. once I, you've backed these winners yeah, and you've got some money, money, buy some seafood, and this fella will tell you how to cook it. Does he, he know? He does. He steps outside he all the time and cooks. Oh, he steps outside he to steps do it. He steps outside to do it. Paul Burt, good morning. Uh oh. Uh, that was it. This is the, the mistake you said. I told you there was one coming. You didn't believe me. You didn't believe me. I told you there was one coming. With, oh, you believe me, Karen. I know you believe me. Paul Burt. Morning. 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 We Morning. had a bit early about a mistake today. I'm sure hey, mate, we got yeah, one. We're out, we're out on the water. It's like, a, uh, it's like a sheet of glass up here. It's awesome conditions. Incredible. Absolutely amazing. Hey, can so you? We're, heading out. we're heading out now. Uh, we're going crabbing. Oh, good boy. We've got, our, uh, we've got Charlie, our cameraman. I've got Kaylin on board, and we're uh, just heading up the river, so it should be a nice, uh, nice start to the day. I was going to say, can, can you throw a few dollars in there and see if some people can throw a few dollars in and put it in the electricity meter for when the football's on up there so they don't turn the lights <laughs> off? <laughs> yeah, I did see that last night at the Gabba. Yeah, they lost their power, so uh, I think a little light decided to short out and short the circuit up. And, oh, well, never mind. I'm not a spark or anything like that, but uh, yeah. I didn't think they were playing there anymore because they got the new ground, but I guess with a crowd like last night, they opened up the field. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Oh, they they won. My disappointment. Okay. So what's, what, what are you after, muddies or swimmers today? Or sand crabs, no, as you call them? we're going after them. muddies, mate. It's, um, that's the plan of attack, which is we've got some muddies throughout the week. It was one of the best. Cra- I've caught a lot of crabs up in the golf and all that sort of stuff over the years there, guys, and I've never experienced this. This, this outdoes the tropics by... 20-fold. It's incredible. Uh, you know, the, what, what we saw the other day was, you know, we put the pods down. We had four pods down. Uh, put the first one down. Tommy got to the fourth one, came back to the first one. I was with a guy called Matty Knight, good fella. And uh, Tommy come back to the first one. It had 10, 10 crabs in it. And I was crawling across the top of the pod as well. It's phenomenal. So 33 crabs were caught in the run, of which... Uh, of which Two were females and three were undersized, and the rest we did. Your bag limit per boat's only fourteen, yeah. uh, and seven seven per person maximum per boat fourteen. So unfortunately, uh, you know, we had to let a lot go. But uh, it's just a lot of crab. And, and then my mate went up yesterday, and he got fifty eight crabs wow. in that time. It was ridiculous. So the mud crab fishery is unreal. And I put it down to last year. We had the floods. Crabs didn't move last year, and I think. Just probably the prime of a time now where they're uh, they're making their move and just got a, a large abundance. I don't know what it is, but that's just one day. The pros have been hit, hitting it hard. They're getting 120, 140 crabs a day, and uh, but this has been going on now for five weeks. And also, I, I noticed the fish markets. The crabs are under fifty dollars a kilo. Yeah, really. Yes. Too much on the market. They've got to drop the price. So same as like when the banana prawn season runs. That sounds like the. The commercial fishermen will be getting about fifteen dollars or eighteen dollars. Okay, now Paul, catch these yep. nice mud crabs. How do I cook them? Mate, I, I, all I did yesterday, I just chucked them in a pot. What I sort of pot? So, do you, do you put any water? Hang on, do you put any water in there, or put gas, yeah, or just throw them in a pot? Yeah, yeah, we put water in there, a bit of salt, <laughs> and I put them in there. Once, once it started to come to the boil, you know, about nine minutes. But why'd they climb them. out? Well, do they throw no, a leg? No, I put them to sleep. When, when I catch them, my boy's got a nice slurry, and I put them in there, and they go to bed. Okay, and so they, they don't wake up. So you know, you, you never cook a, you never cook anything live. It's not 
on my nature, so I don't do that. I know people do. Good on you, but I, I don't do that. So but, but also... I to put them asleep, make sure they're, they're out their own, you know, and uh, little dreamland, and, uh, you know, away you go. But you don't put them to sleep on the boat. You wait till just before you're going to cook them because mud crabs do not keep well once they've no. Uh, passed. No, exactly right, exactly. But I do keep them, uh, I keep them on ice. In the boat, uh, I'll put them uh, into an ice slurry and cook them as soon as I get home. Yeah. Uh, but you can keep them in there, put a, a rag over them or something like that and just settle them down. But uh, look, they're, they're an amazing, amazing creature and, uh, you know, they're, uh, they're good. So we... We cooked up, uh, cooked up five yesterday, and uh, today they'll be uh, on some fresh bakery bread for sure. And one thing to do, if you don't want to put a rag over them, if you grab a branch with a few leaves on it from around the area you catch them, that calms them yeah, right no, down. No, put that on so top. Basically, what what uh, fisheries people who are listening, what Blake is saying is, go to a mangrove tree and break off the branch. <laughs> <laughs> no, get the floating it. On no, last. Blakey, what Blakey does he, is Blakey puts the mangrove. No, I get the ones that are already in, in the, the water. Empty. Yeah, and it settles down the mud crabs. So Blake's Marine in Sydney, everyone is going to find it. Uh, highly unlikely uh, of finding a gum tree overhanging the mangrove roots where we are, Blake. <laughs> but it actually does work. I've done it up, at, uh, up in the it Northern does, Territory. Mate. It certainly does. I know it does. It works really, really well. Where am I going here? Is boats born in the middle of the channels? I'll just um, go left. Goodness. Just go oh, left. Hang on, it's Queensland. It's Queensland. Let's give him a wake-up wake call. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Anyway, um, yeah, that's weird. You know, you've got a channel there, and you've got to do, you know, it's, uh, a vessel's under eight metres, you can do, you know, 40 knots. Uh, and, uh, you know, every Tom, Dick and Harry anchors in the middle of the, the main channel. So, anyway. It's fine. an interesting thing. We were talking about that off-air before, the fact yeah. that there's no upper speed limits in New South Wales, but on the Gold Coast waterways, you've got a 40-knot maximum for yes, you uh, do. forty knot maximum. Forty yeah. knots is a long is is a, is a lot of speed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Forty knots in a vessel that's you know eight to ten meters. Most boats these days that are moored at the marinas up here, we've got a lot of marinas, a lot of marinas, and they're all booked. Uh, you know, your boats are between sort of you know, probably nine and you know twenty meters, and 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 those big boats we're getting a lot of triple triple uh, airboards on the back of those boats, and uh, you know they are doing you know thirty five forty knots on a big boat, and even some of the VV boats that are doing, you know, 20 knots and, and putting out a wave that you can easily surf. Uh, I mean, you know, it's, I think the rules and regulations have really, 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 really got to look at. Um, and, and, and the Broadwater is not a, a, a bay. It's not Morton Bay. It's not, a, uh, it's not an open area. It's, a, it's basically a basin uh, of where the water flows down the rivers into the Broadwater and then out through the seaway. And, and to have these monstrosities, and, and no disrespect to anyone whatsoever here, but, you know, to, to see these, you know, the big the big, the big boats doing, you know, 15, 20 knots up the broadwater when you've got mum and dad in their smaller mm-hmm. boats, the tinnies, whatever they're out there, with the kids and people on the banks also enjoying, who don't have a boat, um, getting tossed around like, um, you know, like little ragdolls because, you know, inconsiderate people. And I just think that that needs to be looked at. Okay. It needs to be looked at very closely because um, it is... It is the wild west up here. You've got jet ski tours. Again, no disrespect to you, but I'm just pointing out the obvious. You've got jet ski tours that'll take out 20 or 30 jet skiers. You sit down within the hour, you have a, you're allowed to go out on a jet ski and go flat out within an hour. You may be in a landlocked country from overseas and you have never seen the water before in your life, but within that hour, you can be riding a powerful 140, 160 horsepower jet ski. So, you know, and you're just following the weight of the leader in front of you. 
So you got that. Then you got jet boats, and you got seaplanes, and you got paragliders, and then you got those big boats, and then you've got people who have no idea. And you got the people on the jet skis as well. Who had no idea hang on, hang on. been on one before. Don't forget the rowers. You've got to have the rowers out there as well. They can have right away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're yeah, like push the riders. <laughs> oh, man. It's, 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 he- it's hectic. It is. It, it is like it's, it's the Wild West, guys. I'm telling you now. And there's going to be more unfortunate incidents and accidents up here if um, Maritime don't pull their finger out of it. You know what? And, uh, and take a closer look at it because it's, it's not working. Well, okay, so stay close to shore. We've only got three minutes. Where can we catch a fish? I'll uh, go crabbing at the Logan. Uh, check for granite prawns around the uh, Redland Bay region. Uh, check mackerel, fantastic. The, uh, the the Spanish mackerel are in full flight at the moment, um, which is awesome. So we're seeing a lot of Spanish coming around. Um, and they're on the 18th. Boys catching my poppers yesterday, uh, bagging out. Um, and uh, you're, there's some awesome uh, spotties down around Mermaid and Palmy. Uh, out on the shelf, there's a, a lot. The government fads, one thing they're doing right out there, the fads have been firing up really well on, uh, on dolphin fish or mahi-mahi. So we're seeing some awesome catches coming through right around at the moment. So if you're keen to do that, mangrove jacks. We've got a beautiful jack in the river this week. You went 55 centimetres, just under 56. Beautiful jack. Um, we let our jacks go. You know, when we go back there, we know we're going to catch one or two or three. Um, you know, I'd like to tag them, actually, to see if they're, but they're different size. So I know they're different fish anyway. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I'd, I'd be trying River Canals entrances for jacks uh, on the tide. I'd be on the slack tides using mullet fillet is great bait. You haven't been using liveys on them. Out at sea, if you want to get the mahi on the fads, take live bait. Trust me. Charter boats out there yesterday just powered out. They used uh, pillies and squid and whatever, and didn't catch much on the fads. Uh, mate of mine, Shane, who you know, he pulled yeah. up. Uh, Shane Roberts, he pulled up with a bunch of uh, liveys and just crushed it. You know, so the live baits make a massive difference when you're fishing that sort of water, particularly if there's a lot of pressure on it. The fish know. Um, but other than that, guys, uh, it's just a, a fantastic start of the weekend. A few showers on the forecast for the start, but an impossible storm. Just keep an eye on the water when you're, uh, when you're coming back. Okay, and now we're going to step outside? <sighs> oh, mate, I think Maritime want to step outside with me after this call. But, um, <laughs> probably, probably. If they don't pay you, it's the New South Wales, Kieran. They're doing a great job down there, mate. Queensland <laughs> 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 boys, start paying you, get a better rap. But look, no, it's... Uh, it, it, like, yes, we're on the encore is on today from last week's show. I uh, heard a lot of reports that they loved last week's show. We didn't catch a lot, but it was just that's fishing. You know, you're not every day you're going to do it, but we caught some fish. It's great. Um, and tomorrow we're dropping a whole new episode, which I'm really stoked about. Tomorrow you'll you'll love it. So uh, you have to have a look at what tomorrow's going to be bringing. We can talk about that in the morning. Where can we see it? But seven mate, two thirty tomorrow afternoon, um, and that's uh, right right before the AFL. And of course, uh, we're taking out some of the Suns boys fishing. If any of the cats. Uh, are listening, uh, Jezza, if you're listening, or, or Patty. I know you got your own program, but if you want, you know, a decent program, someone else, and um, and enjoy it. So uh, you know, okay. it's going to be all right. No worries. Okay, Paul. Thanks for that. We'll talk to you tomorrow, you guys. Have a, have a great day, everyone, and, and, and take care. Whatever you're doing. Okay, okay, buddy. Thank Bye. you, Paul. <laughs> He's a keen fisher, Paul. He loves getting out in the boat, and he's got his son with him but all the time. He's really expressive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, Isn't he? Yeah. Right? It, it, it makes you feel like you're there. That's right. And part of what It makes happened. you feel like you want to get out and do it, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if yeah. you're out boating today, get away with it early because we've got a high tide just about lunchtime. That's right, yeah. And that'll be a good time to fish it, about an hour before and an hour after. So from 11 till 1, do your fishing. Go and catch the fish have for dinner tonight. Busy yeah. day today. Very busy day today. Got to go vote after this. <laughs> go buy uh, Kieran a, a going away present. Thought I might get him a dive course up in Queensland. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for listening at the same time, same channel tomorrow. Same boat. Keep your eye on that sky. Had to end.